What's up, everyone? Welcome to Yo, That's Weird, episode 11. I like that. I like the one-one synchronicity effect already. Um, I feel like I'm tripping and your background looks like you're in heaven right now. Yeah, yo, she's all blurry and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the rays of the light coming out behind you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you kind of look like you're in a Buddha chair. Yeah, right. Got the got the fucking soft leather chair. I'm about to cross my damn legs up. You know what I'm saying? We get anyone, real zen on them. Anyone who dies after you meets you in heaven, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I tell you what, everybody getting in. Don't put me in charge. We all No, I party. like that. That's why, because you're benevolent. You'd be a benevolent god, I am. Yeah, it's all forgivable. Oh, you killed three babies? Okay, come party, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, with I didn't even give you an introduction because we're so familiar, but this is one of my greatest friends in comedy. Super funny guy. He's really blowing up. He's out there. He's doing all the stuff. It's Naeem Ali. Hey, thanks for having me, Sonia. I've been, I've been wanting to do this. <laughs> I know. We've been trying for two months. Yes, for two or months. Or more. It's like a Probably, failed I think more. Up. Yeah, it might be since like November. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. I it's think like when, than it. when you really like someone and then you try to date them, but like your timing keeps working, not working out. So you're like, does this person fucking hate me secretly? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know what? Sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes that sucks. You ever had like you ever been uh just had your schedule not link up with somebody you were trying to hook up with, and then sometimes it ends up like, all right, this is what we're waiting for. But then sometimes it's like, oh, I didn't, even, I should have never even fucking did it's, this thing with this yeah, lady. It's like a sign. It was a sign you didn't listen to. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's not what's going to happen here today. We have a lot, probably a lot to talk about. Um, oh, I'm sure we do. What's uh, what do you, what kind of story did you bring me? We'll just start with that. Oh, all right. You want to get you want to get weird? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's all right. Let's get let's get strange. So, um, I have a weird like, what is it? Like a weird relationship with ghosts. So like ghosts always want to fuck with me, right? And I and I didn't even really like believe in ghosts. Even after some of these things happened, I still didn't really believe in ghosts. But then I was like, nah, this just happening too much. So like, it got to be real. So like the first situation, um, I was seven years old and uh, I was sleeping in bed and I heard somebody calling my name and it sounded just like my brother's voice, like my older brother's voice. And I heard him calling my name, but... It wasn't him because when I looked over, he was like sleep, like knocked <laughs> out, snoring sleep. Then I heard it again, and they were calling me on my nickname. They were saying, uh, "My family calls me Evie," so he was calling me Evie. Okay. And then I, I would look over at him, right? And it went over a lot. Like I'm talking about, this was maybe the first time it happened. I'm like, "Yo," I'm like, "What you want?" And then I look, and he's like snoring. So I'm like, "The fuck?" But then I just stayed up after that, and I just kept hearing it. I'm like, "Yo, this is fucking." crazy but then i was like all right i'm just not going i'm gonna stop answering because maybe it'll, they'll stop calling my name so i stopped answering but they called my name at least maybe 12 13 times they said my name mm-hmm. even after I, even after i stopped answering they were still saying and then the fucking ghost kicked me in my fucking back and i fell out the bed and i was yeah. in the bed so look i was in one bed over here my brother was in another bed across the room but the voice was coming from behind me like from in my oh, in, the- in the same in the same bed as me, like it would sleep behind in me. In the wall, like against the wall. Yes, like against Ooh. the wall. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then that motherfucker kicked me in my back, and kicked me so hard that I, like, I flew out the bed, like I fell out the bed, hit the ground, and got up and ran into my mom's room. Okay, so you said you were seven. 
Yes. And your brother was how old? He was eight. <laughs> okay. Now, 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 the voice sounded like my brother's voice, right? But at this time, my brother was alive. He later on passed away. He passed away when we was, I was 16, he was 17. Okay. And, and he passed away. But mm -hmm. at this point in time, he was Ooh. well, healthy, and alive. Wait, I just okay? got like a weird chill feeling, kind of all over sensation, not goosebumps, like where my energy prickled because yeah. it's like almost like, you know, the way I think ghosts are perceived here as like, I think they are just souls that are hanging out still. Right. Because your soul doesn't need a body to, to exist. Right. Your, your yeah. soul, our souls come here and light up a body. Yeah, exactly. Through DNA and all that stuff, cellular structure stuff. And then, I don't know. So what if it's like, I always think of Interstellar is how I think of ghosts. Have you seen Interstellar? What? Yeah. Hell okay, yeah. like through the wall, through the bookcase. And like, what if that was someone in your spirit family, like saying your name? Right. Because they knew your brother was coming there within the next eight years. I have yeah. on my spine. Yo, it could have been. It could have been that because so like after after he passed away, like I would think about that more frequently. And whenever I would bring it up to him, he would always act like it was ridiculous. Like what? I make no fucking sense. Like he ain't believe none of that type of shit. Yeah, like, that makes no fucking sense. What are you talking about? Now the the even crazier part is before before my brother passed, my mom said that she had a dream like before he was even before i was born like probably my brother first was born she said that she had a dream and the dream he came to her and said yo oh shit <laughs> and it came to my mom in a dream when he was wait, like wait, wait hold on the it, the it was either the internet or sometimes ghosts oh, wait, yeah right, sometimes hold on sometimes in this room i can never be sure if the internet kicking out is the internet or when I've had people on here talk and I've done stories about ghosts or heard stories yeah. about, and like they don't, they can interrupt the energy. That was a well-timed interruption. And they don't what. know time and space. Yeah. So that, like, you know what I mean? They could control all of our energy at once. Just like that. Yeah. So anyway, all I heard was the last was yo. <laughs> oh, okay. So, 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 all right. So look, so my mom and she told like my uncles this story, um, before my brother even passed away. But she had a dream. She said when my brother was like one years old, right? And in the dream, he came to my mom and he was like, yo, like I'm I'm here, but I'm not gonna be here for a long time. So my mom always had this feeling that like something was gonna happen to him. And so did I, like I, just being honest, cause he was just one of those type people. He didn't back down from shit and people like that don't live long. You see what I'm saying? So like, but in this dream, my mom had a dream. Basically, he was one years old, and he was telling her, look, I'm not going to be around for a long time. And then he later on got killed when he was 17 years old. So, so it was like, so it was like the, it was that thing. And then it was like the ghost thing. Like, it was kind of like, I don't know, I kind of looked at it like precursors, like something was warning us. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I I totally get it, because I'm like thinking if he, he so he was one in her dream when he was one here on Earth. Yeah, like they, they say that like babies and children up to like five years when you reach full like consciousness, mm -hmm. you still have that gray period in your brain where you can access those levels of where your brain is so pure and your third eye is so open and you can kind of like like animals can kind of like sense spirit yeah. energies that are here and hear them or whatever, because I can do that shit. And I'm you know what I mean? Like I hear energies and hear people from. Right. So 
I'm thinking it's just like how cognitively aware you could be coming here in this life where you incarnate and you make these missions that you select in this previous life. Yeah, you right. Come here again and you know that this time you die early because you made some kind of pact. Something. And, it's, or, and he was always like, he was just wise beyond his years. Like yeah. everybody treated him like a grown, from the time he was like 10 years, I was maybe 10, he was 11. And everybody yeah. treated him like a grown man. Yeah. Like, like I mean, my uncle runs the laborers um 332 uh, union, right? And when my brother was 14, he let him MC. Like, he was the master okay. of ceremony. Like, okay. he was up there introducing everybody, giving out all the awards. And he was 14. Like, so it's, you know, like, if I definitely believe he was reincarnated from somewhere. And if he was, this probably was his last time. He probably ain't coming back because he just knew everything already. Yeah. Um. I've been reading this book, the, the Psychology of Kundalini Yoga, and mm -hmm. it's Carl Jung, huge influence. And um, oh, and that's some freaky Kundalini. That's some yeah, freaky. It's, it? it's the it has to do with the libido spirit and stuff. That's the paragraphs I'm getting into now. But it also starts with the metaphysical nature of our thoughts and how, um, like that kind of idea that uh, there's a Buddhist that the that Jung asked while he was talking to him, and he said. How many lifetimes does a man who uh meet here who once fears God or mm -hmm. loves God? It's like along those lines. And the the answer was the man who fears God only needs three incarnations here on earth, while the what? man who loves God needs seven, because when you fear something, you actually cling to it harder than you realize. Right. Because loving something is true like detachment, like I love like the idea that you can love and let go. Yeah, for sure. So like to keep human experience here, love and death are intertwined and like because they're combined in that detachment of like there goes their human body, but their soul energy still exists. Right, right. Damn. So the idea that they said, and you know, it's like, yeah, it makes sense that if you're afraid of what God could, could is what like. He was definitely God. afraid of God. He was oh, definitely. A, so he was they, scared to death of God. Like we, incarnation. Yeah, because <laughs> he like. You know, we were raised Muslim, and I would skip prayers all the time. He wouldn't do that. I skip prayer. <laughs> I would skip prayers all the time. Yeah. Just, just like sometimes you're just watching something, or you're just doing something else. You're like, all right, whatever. Catholic My God brother would make did not sure like to... me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, what? That's crazy. He was definitely scared of God. Yeah. So that's interesting, because I just started reading this book, and it's so heavy. It's taken me so long to get through even just 10 pages. I reread 30 times already. Yeah, damn. But, um, wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, because you know I believe in reincarnation. We've talked about this. Yeah, for sure. And, it's definitely real. And I kind of sometimes think I'm on my last incarnation here. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. no, that sucks. You gotta come back again. That sucks. No, I'm gonna come back somewhere. I'm gonna go somewhere else with some other enlightened souls that I feel like okay. we're all ready to leave this planet in a state better than we found it. Right. But not sticking around here for the 3D after effects or what's going to come from all the toxic chemicals that are pouring into the atmosphere right yeah, now. Yeah, it's getting crazy. I think they're like, do you think somebody's putting stuff on train tracks? Like, what is happening? Is it? Oh, somebody's for sure blowing up. <laughs> it's like, what? It kids? Is it kids? Or like, <laughs> the nah, TikTok? I think it, you know me. I'm going to blame it on the Chinese. You heard know. <laughs> Well, they does they drop stuff from the that was their thing is they wanted them to shoot the bomb drone balloon down the fucking yep. uh -huh. have it land they, on tracks and then yeah look they found bombs near um near train tracks in Philly 
They just found like a car with something in Manhattan. I saw. I I forget like yesterday with like. See yo, this is crazy. This is, and you know what? We we're always looking at like somebody to come invade us when it really is just that easy. Just fuck with our infrastructure and we're done. <laughs> it's <laughs> that easy. Yeah. Just a simple. And but then I saw one in Greece too. Uh, and and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Is hey, it, what's going on? Is it I'm is it like okay? Here's my one thing I made up in my head. Is it like some sort of like from them turning on that fucking hadron collider? And like gravitational pulses that around that thing running. Shit has been weird. Since there's they been did earthquakes, like little yep. earthquakes and volcanoes and stuff under the earth, or it could just be the earth itself having disruptions just for no reason. Yeah. And true. Like causing some kind of localized, like sh- tiny shifts in where the tracks used to sit. Yeah. It's either that or it's I, people doing stuff. Or it's people, because this is the thing. Like I saw, I read some stat, and I think it said it's like, like a thousand or like 1500 of these train crashes every year right and the person was trying to make the point that this isn't uncommon like okay. this happens a lot we're just 1500 seeing it. right we're just paying attention to it because the real bad one in ohio right yeah. but if you look at all the ones that's been happening they all been and normally like those other ones are just those trains crash and it's fucking Train cars full of rice, train cars full of wheat, <laughs> shit like that. All of these are train cars full of daily chemicals. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Yeah, like, that's like crazy. Famine, uh, who cares? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> deadly chemicals. No, but both are bad because then it's like, okay, we also lost that all that food supply for whatever animals or people. And then they can't yeah. grow more food in the dirt that just got fresh chemicals spilled in it. <laughs> yeah, right. True. But, and- but, but I think. I don't know. The chemical spill affects us more. Cause I feel like we we're above the like the line of am I gonna be able to eat? We're above we we're above that line. But we're not above the line of like needing oxygen and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we need that. <laughs> yeah. We need oxygen yeah, that's a basic cellular function necessity of all of our <laughs> yeah. body, including <laughs> like Right. Nobody's above that line. Like no. damn. I know, it's like crazy. And like, I remember hearing about acid rain in when I was a kid, when we were kids mm-hmm. in like middle, elementary school. And I live right near a trash dump. The, the yeah. rain feels on my skin not good. <laughs> it's like burning a little. <laughs> yeah, yo. No, Already. I remember that. I remember that when we were kids. And like, it rained sometimes and that shit was sting. you like, the like, fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck type of rain? <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know. I just wonder, like, how clean our Earth's filtering system is in the atmosphere versus all the petrochemicals versus all these spills versus all the car exhaust. I'm not like a global climate conspiracy person, but yeah, I'm a scientist at heart. I wanted to be a meteorologist when I was a kid, just so I could be like the hot weather lady. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah <laughs> shit this, this shit will make you pay attention to the weather it fucking, mean, that shit burning up clouds and shit like that yeah and they've just been doing the cloud seeding for so long mm-hmm. you know that you're like damn it, there's they say if they stop doing it it'll just be catastrophic weather like crazy weather channel beyond after dark what yo <laughs> It I just, didn't know that. So they yeah, because they started messing with it a long time ago because to get rain where the crops and stuff need to go is not nefarious. Yeah. It's like, okay, right, it needs right. to rain here and famine and stuff because Russia does it and we do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, 
I get it. But then they've been doing it for so long, probably 50 years now or something. Damn. You know, we did it during the Vietnam War for nefarious reasons. Well, yeah. Because the, the Buddhists was protesting and they would fight the police and they would fight the army that was like there. But the the United States military noticed that whenever it would rain, they would just go home. So that's when they started fucking seeing the clouds over there. But then they realized that that had an even worse effect because it was making mudslides and it was destroying yeah. their crops because it would rain so much. Too much. That it would like, flood. yeah, it would flood. Yeah, so like, like oh, this is, hell yeah. 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 This is crazy. Yeah, Forrest Gump Damn. fucking sometimes straight up underneath. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> right. Damn. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so... I believe it that if they didn't do it, it, who knows? Or like, it's not that they control the weather. They just try to like make the patterns on their own instead of letting the earth rely on its own natural weather patterns. Yeah. That and sucks. now as a, as a person who's lived in this region, Philly region, my entire life, you, I have not pulled out my winter coat more than three times. Oh yeah. Now I love that part of it. We're, we yeah. are benefiting from this. We are. This I'm not complaining. It's just like, it's a definite, like. It's different though, for sure. It's way different. When we were yeah. kids, it used to be so cold and it used to snow all the fucking time. Yeah. Every the, winter. the blizzard of like 96 or 97. Yeah. Yep. 96, we built igloos yep. and fucking. Hell yeah. You know? That shit was crazy. We've never <laughs> seen snow like that in the last like four or five years. No, longer than that. I feel like Probably. Even maybe seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, true. I don't know. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, we, we started to get like um what's that like North Carolina weather kind of yeah, like mild, moderate kind of. Yeah, yeah. Which don't isn't bad. Cold. It's not bad. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I mean, if it could stay like this, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um I uh I think and then like Texas and stuff started getting snowstorms. Unheard yeah, it of. snows down there, right? Unheard of. Like where they'll get suddenly this cold snap out of nowhere. Yeah, and they and, can't deal with it. And I feel like we used to have like at least three big snowstorms a year. Yeah, for sure. We would have like one in like around Thanksgiving time. And I only remember that because I played football most of my life. Yeah. So around the Thanksgiving game, yeah. there would always be Games like a big snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah. And then it and then we'd get one in like January. And then we'd get one right before spring. Like yeah, February or yeah. March. Yeah, February or March. Felt like doing. <laughs> yeah, yep. And now it's none of that shit. Now what it was it was like sixty five degrees one of those days last week. Yeah, and then today was like nice out, but then the wind was cold, so cold. Yeah, the wind was cold. But if the wind wasn't blowing, it was still nice today. Yeah. Um, it was very nice. I got some more strange shit. We were talking about it earlier. My girl got pads everywhere. She got, oh, yeah, no. She got sanitary napkins all over the place. And we <laughs> no. in a, and this is a room where we don't use, and she just yeah. got sanitary napkins just stashed there. No, I know. All right, well, we, uh, we're going to take a break. And, oh, wait, no, it's we still got 10 minutes, actually. Um, so we can do, I actually had a funny story. We can do one article. I have two articles for you. Okay. Um, we'll share a screen here in a second and two quick ones. Uh, I actually, one has to do with one time I was talking to Drew, maybe when I first was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get Naeem on the podcast. Like when we recorded his around November Okay. and, uh, you know, whatever was, whatever being said, he said, yeah, Naeem, he's going to be famous. I know it. He was famous in another life. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you think so? Okay, I believe it. And then I was like, does he have Sampaku eyes? And do you know what Sampaku eyes are? No, what's that? Okay, it's this uh, Japanese suspicion. It's like a curse. And sometimes they say people who 
uh, like are either famous and or famous like die young too. Yeah. Okay. Now we're not young anymore, you and I. I used to believe no, I was going to be one of like those people that died young because I people always talked to me like I was an adult and I've always been like an old soul. But like, right? I don't <laughs> think I love Damn. God. I don't know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. So we got ten minutes right now. So we're gonna um bring up this right here. They say. Uh, so it's it's what it means for your future sometimes. So like, see, it's the when there's different types. There's yin and yang, where the yeah, white of well, the I, eyes is kind of like below. Oh, underneath the under eye. the iris. Yeah. So like, there's different ways. They say that eyes are the windows to the soul. But what if it's a window to your fate? Asian tradition what? term meaning three whites is used to describe eyes with a white portion visible either above or below the colored portion. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, My eyes should... little. I don't have that. I, got I know. Eyes. Yeah, I've never really looked at you that closely. You um usually uh, it says you can only see the whites of someone's eyes on either side of the color. Right. But some people have it top and bottom. So like these two K-pop people uh, have it, I guess. And damn, you always see like I'll see pictures of uh, Billie Eilish and um, yeah. Marilyn Monroe and uh, the guy from Gomez Adams, like the original one. Yes, I'm and yeah, so uh, there's a book. Thousands of years, people in the Far East have been looking into each other's eyes for signs of this condition. Any sign of it meant that a man's entire system, physical, physiological, and spiritual, was out of balance. He had committed sins against the order of the universe. And he was therefore sick, unhappy, insane. What the West has called to come to call accident prone. That's me. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a warning, a sign from nature that one's life is threatened by an early and tragic end. What? Uh, yeah. Alternative this Asian face tradition says that um the the ones the eyes with the whites below are called yin senpaku eyes. And it's common Damn. allegedly common in alcoholics and drug addicts. Uh what? Thought that some people with yin senpaku eyes are likely to place themselves in dangerous situations and may not survive the danger. Interesting. Oh, so shit. like 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 adrenaline addicts. Like I wonder if Evil Knievel has them. The I know somebody who had these eyes, and yeah. I only know it's because his eyes was always wide open. Wide open. <laughs> yeah, yo. And it's my friend Danny, and he killed himself when we was like 18. Oh shit. Cause then this and, one says uh Damn. The white showing above the iris is called the yang, like yin yang, Sampaku eyes. For people with that one, the the danger they may face comes from within. They're said to be violent, filled with rage, and likely to that be was Danny. That was Danny, yo. Psychopaths. One time we was in. One time we was in. Uh, we were switching classes when we was in high school. And he walked up behind me and bit me on my shoulder. And oh, that's shit. some weird shit for somebody. Yeah. To do to like you. in a in a teenage, like as a toddler or something. Yeah, four years old. Somebody bites you. Okay. Not at seventeen years Not old. Not at seventeen years old. No, 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 no. So uh, let's see here. Yeah, the famous people. See, it's like they're saying, like you know, yeah, who knows? Damn, they get, these two yo. could go down. Um. President, oh, President Kennedy. Look, Kennedy, yeah, he does. He does. Now that you look, now that you look Damn. back. His uh, whole family, his whole family must have had that shit. They taking all of them out. Yeah, dude. And oh, look, a psycho, Charles Manson. He has the top uh, yeah. one. See, you can He's see like the top up here. Ones, yeah. Yep. He looks um, crazy as fuck. He was crazy. I used to. I have a cousin that's like used to be like obsessed with him. Like want to fuck him. I'd be like, ew, what ew, is with you? What? I don't. And he's like four <laughs> eleven. He's super He's tiny. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, yeah, and like sometimes I'll be looking in the mirror and I'll be like, oh no, do I have this? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. 
but I was like, I thought that was funny. I thought of that because I had just seen an article about it that day. And Drew was like, oh, Naeem's going to be famous. I'm like, I got to check this motherfucker's eyes out and make sure he's not going to leave us too early. Damn. Oh, no, I'm going to be one of them people that be old and famous and just out of touch and saying super inappropriate <laughs> shit. That's the type of famous I'm going to be. They're going to keep me trying to tell me to shut up. Like, no, nah, you can't say that no more. They call you a recluse. And <laughs> yeah, like- yeah. He's a hermit. I'm, I'm gonna catch dementia. I'm gonna be like Bruce Willis and catch dementia. No, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ain't, ain't nobody gonna notice. Ain't nobody gonna notice. They gonna think I'm still being silly until you, until you I'm think, like 80. I know. You think he remembers that he was like even a movie star? Fuck no. That's what I'm saying. Everybody kept calling Bruce Willis an asshole. He's like, he's hard to work with. He's an asshole. <laughs> like he, he had dementia. He probably didn't know what the fuck was going on. They've been bullying him for bullying him for early onset dementia for 20 years. <laughs> right. Like, oh, we can't work. We can't make any more diehards. Bruce Willis is an asshole. He never gets here on time. Yesterday he said, fuck me, and then he hates my mom. It's like he got dementia, bro. He don't know you or your mom. Yeah, and then he clipped my car in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my yeah. god, that's so funny! Because no, that's a shame. Dementia is crazy, and I actually read that it is now being thought to be cause of, um, like uh, infections in your gut or your brain, or what? viruses that get in there. That's and crazy. actually, I believe that. at my old job, the one older guy, he's like fifty-five. His mom was getting like up there, like getting crazy, and she, uh, they said like she, they thought she was losing it at mm-hmm. the nursing home and whatever he's just at work you don't see your mom whatever she's old you trust the nursing home people eventually mm-hmm. it turned out no that she went to the doctor finally for something and that she had a crazy uti that was what? just treated and it can like get up in your brain from in the, your brain yeah it's because your whole system is all your blood flows all throughout everywhere True, you're not stopping yeah, viruses. that's why like once you have a viral load for something it's just in your like blood damn that's why they blood test crazy. you for shit so yeah so it just turned out like bacterial and it makes sense, like mad cow disease. Yeah, I can believe that. Mad people, fucking, that's not, we don't have zombies. We have just dementia. Just dementia, <laughs> they'll, yeah. They'll jump crazy. up and bite you. Like, ah! <laughs> like yo. Homeboy at school. <laughs> yeah, yo, that motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. Yo, I told you when I had COVID, I really was like, COVID, it, it mainly fucked with my brain. It ain't really even fucked with my body that much. Like, I had a hard time breathing, but... The worst part of it was what it did to my brain. I just didn't. I was ultra emotional. I just kept crying about everything. Yeah. And I'm never like, that's how my mom knew I had it. My mom was like, you need to go get tested. I'm like, why? She's like, because you keep fucking crying. Uh-huh. You're like, you don't ever cry. Go get yeah, that's no uh, it's a weird thing to like suspect. But I guess because COVID was so weird. It was like something's wrong and it's not. You don't have your period. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, you, didn't, you didn't take a dick up the ass by accident. Or you're like sad about <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. accident. <laughs> you know what I think because I told her I had a headache and it was what was this like spring of 2020 so you know everybody thought everything was cool then it, immediately yeah um but yeah it started crying that's a yeah. virus it fucked up my brain it's true I mean yeah it's like they when it was more unpredictable of a virus at that point when they had just fucking unleashed it on us <laughs> yeah you know and they were playing with Hell it in yeah. labs and before that, so there's like unstable virus. It's not like a natural one that just came out of the earth that we've had for however long. Oh yeah, yeah, out. I know. Yeah, that shit wasn't natural at all. You could tell. <laughs> you could tell from the taste it put in your mouth. You knew that shit wasn't natural. Or the lack of, yeah. The lack of, yeah, right. <laughs> the fact it's taking people's taste buds away. You're like, what? Oh, Why yeah. is that a symptom? 
that <laughs> never happens with any other type of virus. Any virus. That was how they were identifying it. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Can you um, taste the smell? Like what? And then like, yeah, everybody had some different shit. Like, like Jamie mm-hmm. Danny's wife. Have you ever talked to her about it? No. What happened, oh, what she got Jamie? fucked up. She got fucked up. Her stomach. It was like all like intestinal fucked up. What? Yeah. She had some really, she went through some bad shit. And it's like fucked up. You think about it. Damn. Like, you know, you don't know. You yeah, I, I couldn't taste the smell. And like I said, I was all emotional. Shit. And it wasn't that I couldn't taste, I, I couldn't taste the smell. Everything had the same taste and smell. And oh, it was a okay. disgusting fucking taste and smell. Ugh. It was horrible. Yeah. Ugh. I lost uh, like 14 pounds when I had that shit. I mean, it's nothing. It's a great weight loss uh, drug. Oh, hell yeah, it does that for sure. And it makes you get clean because I couldn't smoke weed because it made my chest get tight. I I think I I was ground zero for like patient zero. When I I got it from Franklin, I still believe to this day that I got it from Franklin and then went and did the stand. The first time I got asked to do the stand for the, the comedy fight. And oh, I was shit, like yeah. getting over being sick still, but I had been sick for so long, but I was still like kind of like coughing. Like my throat was like, I could barely talk. I had that like, I had that raspy voice for like way too long, like five, six days. Yeah, damn. I remember when you had the raspy voice. I'm yeah. Remember. And it wouldn't mm-hmm. go away. So I was like, like, well, I'm not actively sneezing or coughing. And there was no, they weren't talking about it yet. Yeah. They didn't say, oh, there's this thing you shouldn't leave the house. So we all used to do that dumb thing. Like, well, I'm kind of feeling better. I'm going to go out. Yeah, do this yep. show because I'm like it's at the fucking stand. Get out of here. Get out of my face. You got it. You had to do it. <laughs> and then I won. I was like, you know what I mean. So, all right, we're gonna take a break. Um, and we got more weirdness with you coming right back. Uh, I will talk to you. Let's see. All right, and we're back with Naeem, host of AO Actually and Durag of the Deer Tag. That's right. And. Also, the ramble. I feel like a lot of people, I saw somebody say they missed That's the right. ramble. Yeah, I got to bring that back because now people that listen to AO actually and do ragging the dare tag started going back listening to the ramble. Yeah. I so I got it. Yeah, I believe that's true. Um, I think I'm high and put my headphones on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, can you hear me? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're. Uh, one of the funniest people around and also one of the most enlightened and weirdest. Yeah, I'm pretty weird. Um, pretty weird it, guy. It's funny because I feel like you come off totally normal. You just dad with kids, root, <laughs> you know, like root for your son on that baseball team. Your daughter's like the little princess. Yeah. <laughs> and you are this like family man. But then like once you really talk, once I've seen you like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> out with everyone and just like going through your life the more yeah. you learn about people yeah i mean i've always been kind of weird you know i think i just um i used to hide it more okay when i was younger and then i told you i got i got knocked out sparring one time when i was like 27 28 and then i couldn't hide it at all anymore then it was just like everything i'm thinking i'm saying yeah cte really kicked in Oh, it kicked in hard. It actually kicked in heavy. But what? sometimes like an injury, I feel like can unlock those parts of your brain. Like I had a huge uh, crown chakra opening recently, but it's because I fell and hit my head at the gym. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yo, you know what Gardini said? Gardini said, 
<laughs> Gardini said, what if I get hit in the head again and get quiet again? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard him say that, I feel like, before. He might have done a joke on you, but no, that's, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that'd be fucked up <laughs> oh i love him he's so funny um that's yeah like just put it back it's like a when you, sometimes when you have like a brain tumor or a brain aneurysm and they don't want to operate what they'll do is they can put like a stent or a different yeah, yeah, yeah. In place to kind of like hold it there like <laughs> so it doesn't like burst open or something right so you're like you just like <laughs> he can fucking knock to the head and you're like immediately i'll just the silent non-verbal autistic oh that would suck <laughs> i was silent non-verbal autistic my whole fucking life me like, too <laughs> it, it, i was i'm sure i creeped out a lot of people i'm sure I, I i had a teacher like forrest gump me basically actually really? like i was outside the classroom second grade and she was super mean this lady mrs cease and she said mm -hmm. to my mom loud enough like i definitely heard her i also have gifted hearing because i'm a mutant but like you know yo same yo same <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, I was like, I heard she goes, she's so sh uh, critically shy. She's never going to have any friends ever. Damn, that's fucked up. And I always only had one good girlfriend every like, you know, and depending on what, like, okay, maybe like first to fourth grade, I had the same best friend. And then mm -hmm. fourth to sixth grade, I had a different best friend. And then like still knew that other girl, but was like new best friend. And then right, yeah. just like one close, one or two close people girl wise and Damn. then like you know what i mean because i was always like different or like bullied or whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. and just it's like i didn't like lash out i just like okay i'm just hanging out with the one person that likes me <laughs> yeah i only hung with people that were nice to me yeah like, like if somebody was nice to me then we could we could be friends yeah, and it's funny because like a lot of my adult friend group i got from like my one sister is close in age to me she's uh, six years younger and so like our, a lot of our friends in the neighborhoods would like just co-mingle yeah. like you all hang out in the same skate crew and you all did the same stuff or all at the same bars once you turn 21 mm -hmm. and um yeah i don't know it's like a i, I don't know where we got off topic with that <laughs> no that's it's on topic because i mean we were talking about we talking about weird things and fucking being quiet is weird as fuck it oh yeah quiet. like being shy being shy where i like didn't yeah. i kind of believed her for a while because then but then, like i always had one good friend to back down three, two three then the more over the years once i hit like 18 19 I, like, out of high school i was like mm. oh okay like people you know like other people exist yeah oh yeah listen i was so weird it would i was so quiet cause i used to overthink everything like my dad yeah. used to always say he used to always be like smart as hell but it ain't gonna do you no good because you don't talk. So ain't gonna get you shit. I mean, and I remember him saying that and thinking like, all right, well, that's fine. Like, fuck it then. I'm just not gonna ask you. Oh, well. But I always do like, I'm smart enough to work. I'm smart enough to get a job. So I'll be okay. But at the same time, like, I was so awkward. And I, and I overthought things so much that when I, I would see like a group of normal people having a conversation and I'd be like, how do they all know what to say? <laughs> like, how do all of y'all know <laughs> what to say to each other? Like, because with me, when I would jump in a conversation, I would fuck it up. You all right? Did you? I almost kicked the camera over. Did my screen change? Yeah, it went like black. It was perfect. It was like you edited that shit. That. <laughs> like I saw the camera tilt and then it just went black. I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, leave it in. Yeah. Um, I had to plug my, I had to plug it in, but sorry. Uh, yeah, you were. 
on the oh yeah but i used to wonder like yo how does everybody know what to say all the time like, yeah yeah like and be so like quick or like where like yeah like you know now i know because i just like stopped with like the overthinking and like all that stuff that was like holding me back when i was like a kid because i listened to that lady i think that teacher and i was kind of like in the back of my head like is she right you know what i mean like she really yeah. bullied me <laughs> like yeah and, and adults don't realize how much that type of shit sticks with you yeah because like another kid i'd be able to be like fuck you i know i'm smarter than you i get a's on all my papers and whatever right. like i'm in the gifted class like but we yeah. say we're gifted, not smart. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretentious to say you're smart. Yeah, and if you think you're smart, then you know how dumb you are. Yeah, you like measure people by just the level of IQ instead of their whole being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's that's fucked up. Because yeah. I've met people that on paper people would say they're dumb, but like experience-wise, they're geniuses. Like they exactly. they can tell you how to do anything and everything. Yeah. Like, especially when it comes to like degrees. assembling things or people that can fix things or put things together. That's, yeah. more, that's more invaluable information than being able to like understand like psychology or even like the things we talk about metaphysics, stuff like that, that doesn't exist. It's not tangible. Yep. In the fucking in the apocalypse when we're mad maxing it out here and I have a short haircut and like <laughs> wear camo <laughs> pants all the time. Well, I'm gonna give me a squad of Mexicans. What? I mean, look, <laughs> like I know how to, yeah, like I know how to grow stuff and shoot, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you just need somebody that can fix a car at that point. That's, That's your most valuable mean. asset, mechanic in a in a apocalypse. I think. Oh yeah, you need a mechanic. Any old car, you need to any old car, put together machines that you find, mm -hmm. guns, repair guns. Yep, you need somebody that can fix guns. You 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 just need a you need a marine. Honestly, you need like a you need a marine if it's yeah. apocalypse time. Yeah, you need a fucking marine. I I got cool with a lot of these um like MMA prepper guys. Okay, used to like come to my boxing gym, and I straight up asked the one guy one day like, "Yo, if the world end, can I come to your crib, bro?" And he was like, "Yeah, dog." <laughs> he was like, "Just just he like just let he like just just let me know, let me know when and I and I'm open the door for you." I'm like, "All right, because <laughs> you got it, you got you need these people." You, you need or you might you might. I hope I don't, but you might. I think maybe not in our lifetime, but I could kind of see, like, I don't know, water wars. Yeah, true. There's been wars, wars over oil for so long. Now, okay, they do away with oil. They give us all electric heat and all electric cars. And then they, you know, they don't need that. To, so then what do we fight over? It's going to have to be make, water. What do we make wars over? Damn. And, it's it a, right. and clean water is already a finite supply. Yeah, true. So it's going to, like, did you ever see the true. movie Waterworld? Yeah, hell yeah. Like the opposite, but still. <laughs> Damn. You know, I used to say, I used to always say not in our lifetime. But you know what I'm realizing? Every 10 years is so different from the last 10 years. So I don't even fucking know. Like, like 10 years from now, what is the world even going to look like? Who fucking knows? Really? Infrastructure changes can happen like in, in an instant, as we yeah. see with like they, they did the test run of COVID to see if they could like quickly shut everything down. Yeah, a, a right. blackout across the world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. And look, and I said 10 years. And all honestly, you can short it to five. We, because think about five years before Trump got elected, a lot of people were like, this is ridiculous. He's running for president. Come on. Like, is that really going? That's not going to happen. And then <laughs> I laughed. Happened. Yeah, everybody laughed. Like, what? Yeah. He's, he's silly. Like, all right. <laughs> but then it happened. And then COVID, it if you told people five years, if you told people in 2014, 2015 that uh, when original SARS came out, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that yeah, like yo, this is gonna First shut the whole world SARS. down. Hell yeah! <laughs> like nobody, nobody would have believed that shit. No, 
nope they would have been like no my freedom you never and then like i get it why people freaked out a little bit after that yeah i get it i completely get it that should that should show everybody how crazy humans are <laughs> like people went fucking crazy yo we yeah. had fucking it was uh it was that fucking they was marching for george floyd then they was out there fucking Burning cars and fucking rioting and shit like that. <laughs> then it was fucking January 6th. Like, people went crazy around, yeah. all around cool. And in between, it was just, like, motherfuckers, like, at the Jersey Shore. Like, as soon as it was, like, a little <laughs> bit warm after that first winter of 2020 ended. And they had, like, it was, like, it was March. And they were, like, I'll go to the shore. Like, no. I was, like, yeah. rebelling in the silliest ways. Like, the funnest ways. Right. Like, that shit was nuts. I'm fucking Silas. Made a, this is the only public Facebook post that ever was made about me that was all <laughs> negative shit. And I don't, and listen, Silas is my guy. Like, yeah. I love Silas. Whatever, I, I fought Silas one time around COVID. Next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was trying to make an open mic because the only thing that was open was strip clubs. So okay. I knew somebody that owned the strip club. They said we could come and do comedy while they were changing acts, like in between the strippers coming up, right? <laughs> so I put on Facebook, I said, yo, I might got a plug for a new fucking um, open mics and everything closed. I like, but I need to know how many of y'all will actually come before I set this up. I didn't want to set it up and then it'd be like four comics there. So I'm like, Yo, how many of y'all will come? So it was a bunch of people like, oh, I do it, I come. And Silas wrote this long ass fucking thing on the Philadelphia comedy page <laughs> about how irresponsible I was. <laughs> I'm like he's fucking crazy. But yeah. he was right. I was being crazy. This was four days this was maybe four days after the shutdown. Like the Look. shutdown was like March 14th. March fucking 18th, I was like, yo, we better open this fucking open mic at a strip club. <laughs> That's it's not crazy. It's it's reckless abandon and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because as soon as we were allowed who was back running? You, me, Drew. As soon as yeah, Mayor, we're out. Jay, mm -hmm. as soon as we could get out, yeah. as soon as we could yeah. show up. And I he mean, had every right though, because I'm the reason Great Room got shut down. Because I called I mean... it, went to Great Room, gave it out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I had it though. I didn't know. I uh, <laughs> that's my like second COVID comedy fight story. It's like then after COVID, I like showed up on the rooftop at Tom's house to do the comedy fight that was up there and I was a judge oh, and uh it was like my doctor was like I was like oh I have a show soon because they always like ask because I was in there once a week or whatever at the time like yeah. getting checked up on the transplant and they're like he just was like please don't do that <laughs> show <laughs> I was like bro I've been out here it's fine you're cool we don't believe in COVID right here okay <laughs> right they're all so right, like, survive. Yeah, was, he's like, no, really, I'm serious. <laughs> I like, Yo, we are lucky that nobody in like the Philadelphia comedy scene died <laughs> from this shit. Honestly, we all gave it to each other all the time. We all are always close to each other. That's, I got it from Franklin. Honestly, not mad at the kid. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that time didn't care. Uh, it was like, just I think I got the natural immunity, and uh, probably a lot of us just had it. Yeah, true. I definitely or, like, got the natural immunity now. Or we're near it enough that it's just like, yeah. I don't know. Nobody died. <laughs> no, nobody died, and I only had I only had it one time. I only caught it once. I had that, and then I don't know. Franklin sneezed on me at Friendsgiving at Drew's house. <laughs> <laughs> I got sick again. I don't know if it was COVID or damn flu. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, because look, my my mom. 
my mom had it, my daughter had it, my girlfriend's mom had it, and my girlfriend's dad had it. And this was like three weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm like, so I was almost sure. I'm like, I got You're this. Gonna I've get been it. around Yeah. all of it. I'm like, I've been around all these people. I went, me and my girl went, got tested the first day, negative. We went, got tested like three days in a row. Yeah. Negative all all three times. And I didn't I didn't feel sick at all, but I just assumed that I was going You to would have have it because it. No, yeah. you just have a resistance, like and just don't get it. You're just that person that doesn't get it, I guess. Cause it's like so I get I don't know. I feel like I don't get it, but also I get sick sometimes. Like not really though. Only when someone sneezed on me or coughed on me. That's the only time I've ever gotten sick, like directly coughed or sneezed on me. And other than that, uh uh-uh. And I'm I was like so scared all the time. For months, every Thursday driving home from Raven, I would be like, damn, I was just in that open mic with 30 other people. And we definitely all barely had our masks on. And it's fucking March 2021 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, I'm immune compromised every night. I'd be like, what's that scratch in my throat? <laughs> every Thursday. <laughs> Yo, that might be psychosomatic. Though. It like, was. It was and just from yelling and talking on the mic and like screaming all night, smoking, whatever. Yeah. But even you getting sick when people sneeze or cough on you, because I get that too. But I usually get sick like maybe once or twice a year. But it's only when somebody sneezes and I like, and I feel the mist. And I'm like, Fuck, that's why. That's why. That's how it's got that's me. how viruses go. They had to try to teach everyone that during COVID, they tried to go, hey, droplets come out of your fucking face holes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you sneeze up to 14 feet. And I was standing a good 10 uh, feet away from Frank when he sneezed. <laughs> and he like launched and everyone laughed. <laughs> like, damn. Oh, Frank, you sneeze like an uncle. <laughs> like something like that. <laughs> like, I forget. So funny. Like, I damn. forgot to laugh though when I was sick the next day. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that sucks. Nah, it's whatever. But like I get you get natural immunity that way. It's do you go get a shot and put some mercury or whatever else is in this preservatives True. or do you catch it? And like, yeah, I risk having a severe allegedly because I'm immune compromised. I risk, but I'm also pretty healthy. I take care of myself. So I don't know. I'm, yeah. Did I you also get don't the vaccine? fear anything. I also don't fear much. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck it. However it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I learned to get over that because I wanted to come out after COVID and like start doing comedy immediately and build it back up from what I saw was like a ground of an explode. It was fucking ground zero. Yes. You know what I mean? Comedy where this is like bricks all around and you're like, okay, like you said, you're trying to start up a show because everything suddenly went down. What do we do? Yeah, I was so depressed. I was (laughs) so. What do we do? So depressed, which is crazy now because I miss so many open mics now. Like it's so many open mics I just don't go to. Well, because we've been out fucking since then. With what we yeah. already had experienced, and now we okay started get re- restart from there, and have been out you and me. It's a whole other restart. Been, yeah, out every yeah. night, whatever as much as we can until then. And I realized after COVID, like okay, I had to have the surgery, and it was COVID anyway. And then I when I hosted and did fine, like at, without having that much practice, I did one show for Peggy, and then was hosting at Punchline the next week. And I go, oh wait, the jokes still work. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm they still work. Funny. Like I still have all that stuff that's, that's already good. So if you don't get the mics all the time, once you get to a certain like age and like, yeah, it's the stage presence. That's the, I think that's the biggest thing about going to mics is just reminding yourself how it feels to be in front of other eyes when you're just comfortable. Yeah. Right. And and I went to grape last night and I felt that I was like, I have been out a couple of weeks because it's just the cold for me and working. I'm fucking old. I need to sleep sometimes. 
I got all these jokes already. I know they work. So mm-hmm. I come out, I go, okay, I know the words work. I just got to ro- get my robot wheels all fucking unrusty. Yeah, right. Yeah, so you move smooth up there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you real smooth and can yeah. wiggle around a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, and like, I can't wait till it's like just a little warmer out. I'm just like such a baby about it. But I've always been like that. Maybe it's, like, you know what I mean? No, I hate the cold. I don't go outside in the winter. Oh, and the dark as soon as the light changes as soon as the light changes next week or whatever i'll be out yeah oh hell yeah yeah, yeah gonna... we back out here i know shit Supposed and to... raven probably coming back i mean word on the street i heard someone text me the other day <laughs> like hey i heard, thought i heard some rumblings about raven <laughs> yep. so he, he's gonna ask me to come down there every day but we could talk about that another time yeah i went in I'll, we will talk about that off camera <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else? What's going on? What do you like to eat that's weird? Tell me about it. Oh, weird things that I like to eat. Um, damn, I eat pretty normally. Uh, okay, this had like Twitter in an uproar. Okay, I like warming up my milk for my cereal. Oh, okay, yeah, I think I saw this discourse briefly pass <laughs> through my feed. Um, but it sounded good to me. I didn't want to get hated on. I I, I, we, I chickened out. I denied my love. Oh, you chickened out. I needed to do something. <laughs> they was killing me. No, I think I was, <laughs> I was like, damn, I should jump on this because it actually sounded good. Yes. Like so if I good. had some like warmed oat milk on my like Lucky Charms or something. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> good. Somebody called me a psychopath because they said that I they said that me I missed my mom breast milk. And they called me a psychopath. It's like it's what? Warm or... <laughs> yeah, I guess they cause they said breast milk is warm. So they said, tap. I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck? It's somebody it's who good. Drinks... It's good. <laughs> uh, it's a good way to have milk. It's warm. I don't remember it, but I was a all breastfed baby, so yeah, me too. Man, that's why I like women. I don't know. <laughs> and then somebody, somebody sent me an article, and it said that when you warm up the milk, it reduces the amount of lactose. So if you're lactose oh. intolerant, it doesn't bother your stomach as much. That's what I was going to jump on there and say was actually a serious thing. Well, I'm serious about trying it, too. But um, uh, that there is actually evidence that uh we shouldn't we shouldn't shame ourselves lactose intolerant people shouldn't be like no i'm lactose intolerant people who yeah. are lactose tolerant actually have a genetic mutation that causes them to oh, allow themselves shit. to be tolerant to the indigestible like cow milk we're not really supposed to drink that what yeah so we're all genetically advanced. so we're normal they're, yeah, we're all yeah, we're normal. They're all mutants that like their family lineage probably grew up. I my guess Fucking is cows. near or oh, yeah, <laughs> probably <laughs> someone was, but like or near cows also because like my grandma is fine with milk and it's like she drinks it all the time. And she grew up on a farm where they had a cow and stuff. Okay. So right. like the cow's fucking farts are in the wind or like in True. the same rain that comes down on your plants that you grow in the garden. Uh, that they pee on the ground and like you know True. what i mean like life cycle of nature and stuff like that when you get down to that level yeah. of what comes back down into the earth to feed the earth and then the vegetables and then you and just breathing in the air with the pollen True. Because they say you're supposed to eat honey and stuff that's from bees near where you live when you have allergies. Like the okay, plants that, makes that they eat. Yeah, yeah. so so that makes red. sense. So then it makes sense to me that a lactose quote intolerance of like an allergy because intolerance is just a mild allergy of a food. 
Yeah, like, like some won't people kill are, you, it'll make you uncomfortable. Some people are gluten intolerant, and some people are gluten sensitive, and some people are like legitimately have the celiac thing where you're gluten, like you can't top digest yeah. it at all. It like makes your insides like expand and feel like shit, and like you just like fucks you all up actually physically. Damn. A lot of people want to just pussy out and be like, I have gluten. Everybody <laughs> said that. <laughs> I think it's something they put in the damn water or something though, because my um my doctor told me I need to cut back on gluten. I'm like, what the? F-? It's it's because it has no like real soluble fiber. You can eat gluten, but you got to take fiber too. Like, oh, okay. That's why, because if fiber flushes through your stomach, like I had to take them because of the kidney transplant. I have to take fiber every day. I definitely need more fiber. How much do you take a day? You think? I yeah. take this one called Chitosan or Chitosan. It's actually a weight okay. loss drug. It's it's weird. It's it's weird. It's uh ground up crustacean shells. What? Yeah. So it's like in a pill in a capsule. So when it goes through your digestive system, it's just like pulverized shells. But the, you can take any form of fiber, really. But those okay. are those are specifically to help reduce kidney uh, creatinine levels. When I researched it back in the day, when I was younger, I found out I had the kidney disease, and I was like, I'm gonna stay as healthy as long as I can. Yeah. I'm take this stuff. So I take that one. It's but anything because Americans don't get enough fiber in their diet. That's why gluten fucks a lot of people up. True, That's yeah, the reason we, we lack it. And then you just eat a lot of meat and then that just like binds in there with it. And you're going to fucking not have a good time. And the doctor's just guessing. They don't really know. They don't know enough about yeah, that, yeah. this motherfucker. Don't know nothing. They I just know, ask I you what your diet know. is and go, oh, they eat a lot of bread. But yeah, sometimes when I'm vegetarian, all I can eat is like a sandwich or bagels and cream cheese. Like, you know what I mean? It's hard. You need carbs. You need carbs for your brain. That's true. They say like people that do keto sometimes have been getting fucked up, like almost dementia. Yeah, that shit could fuck you up. Mm-hmm. You have been you have been so hungry that you ain't know what if anything made sense. I've been that hungry. Yeah, before. no, because I fast Trying and I know healthy. you fast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yep, like, fasting. That shit fucks with your mind. Yeah, and just like comedy, I would be like out, and we'd be like all at Raven. I'd be like, forget to order food. For, for dinner, oh, be like, yeah. oh, I haven't eaten since fucking noon, and it's one thirty a.m. now. <laughs> yep, yeah, that could fucking that could ruin you. Yeah, your body. Needs but you to know what though? Fasting makes you not stress about like bullshit things because you just you're so focused on food. You're not thinking about bills. You're not thinking about money. You're not thinking about you're not <laughs> no. thinking about relationships. You're like, yo, I need to fucking eat. Yeah, like I get it. I do. I've done it for a long time. Um, the uh. Religious versions are much more intense than what I do. I kind of just like, but I've mm. done, I've done days. I feel like a couple days. Here yeah. 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 I want to see how long I can go without eating, but I don't, I would have to be in a good space and everywhere else in life. Like everything yeah. else around me would have to be perfect for me to actually not eat for mm. as, you know, for two or three days or something. Yeah. And I don't know what religions, what they practice, but like with actual, like, yogic and nutritional principles of it you're supposed to wean down into fasting you're not supposed to just go boom no food today because that causes a shock to your system oh shit it froze up it it froze for a second um i I said like uh principles of nutrition are like you um should uh not just go right into fasting it can cause a shock to your system and and then bad things can happen as a result. So you should like like wean down, start with like no whatever this only one, only two meals, then only one meal, then whatever, mm-hmm. like a couple of days in a row for the best effects to, to do a heavy fast, like a few days or something. Yeah, that's because uh, then you like, get so hungry if you don't. 
Yeah, for sure. And it's the same thing. Like if you fast and then you go back to eating, you're supposed to like slowly, Slowly. yeah, Yeah. get back to eat. Cause like a lot of Muslims before Ramadan, like the days leading up to it, they'll just eat like dates, Yeah. oatmeal, and water, Yeah. so that they're just getting their bodies and not having a whole bunch of heavy food. And then Yeah. Ramadan will start, and they won't eat, you know, while the sun's up. And then at night, you kind of will go back to your dates and your water and that type of stuff. Okay. And um, because because during Ramadan you can't drink water either. You can't drink Yeah. anything or anything. Um, I did know that. And, uh, yeah, I was like, cause we were talking about that, uh, last year about not me, how I can't personally ever do that one. Yeah, no, you couldn't do that. Yeah. So. That's that's hard to do. You know what? You probably could do it in the winter time because you you only can't eat while the sun is up. So in the winter time, the sun is the sun's not coming up till fucking seven, and then it's going back down at like four. Yeah, So but you, I can't with the transplant. We can't not let ourselves to get dehydrated for even one hour is sometimes. oh yeah, that's right. Because you can't do It's water the water. either. It's only That's the right. water. Yeah, Otherwise, it's the yeah, water. I can go. I can do that. I've tr I've I've done it since the transplant, and uh, Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I'll be like, oh, it's I didn't eat all day, and just not realize it. Yeah, damn. Um. That's crazy. All right, I got some I got some weird shit. All right. Um me and Ben was talking about this the other day. You think um you think uh what's that shit called? You think free will is real? Oh, um, I've just read something recently about that. And I think my personal definition is in this lifetime. I don't know anymore because I think we come here with a mission from another dimension, actually. And we're controlling these bodies remotely Yeah. using some kind of hyper aware VR. <laughs> I can see that. And I I think all right, I like to look at it more from like a like a macro view, right? It's no way it could be real because the universe is expanding, right? And everything that's happening within the universe is going towards the expansion of the universe. Okay. A, a predetermined. So Yeah, so why would us? We're so fucking small. We're these tiny Insignificant. little things. Yeah, like the planets can't, the planets don't have free will. The sun doesn't have free will. These things are bigger and I don't know why would people like to think we're the only conscious things. These things are conscious too, probably. They are. They don't have free will. They got they're 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 on a path to do what the fuck they're doing. Why the fuck would we be the only thing that has free will? Atoms don't have free will. Electrons don't have free will. But Yeah. we got free There's no way in hell. No way in hell. Yeah, And because... choice is an illusion. Choice is an illusion of words. Like, the only thing you got choice because words make you think you had choice. Not but time doesn't make you had choice. You never started doing something that was like, oh, I'm rewind and do that over again. No, you don't got no fucking choice. You're just going straight. You're going this way. That's all. You're just on your path. You're aligned. You're on your When path. you're aligned, you're on your path. And your path is here for a reason. True. And like you came here to do certain things. Like some people legitimately came here to be X, Y, Z people. You can just tell. Like Rihanna came here to be fucking Rihanna. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. and Yep. whoever you come here on these, and even no one's path is any more significant or insignificant than the next. Some people just No. come here to give birth to the next person that's going to solve the garbage crisis or whatever. Yep. And um, that's, uh, I think it's like all uh, free will is this illusion that our ego creates. 
For sure. And we want more control than we had. If our, of our 3D of what we perceive of our 3D existence, when really your soul controls your 3D existence, if you yeah, think about uh, it. And that's your 100%. what you call inner self, soul, whatever, whatever you call it. Um, so that book, I'll reference back to that book again, is there's the stula and the suksma aspect of our thoughts. And the stula is this what we how we see things exactly mm-hmm. how they are how we per, just perceive them and then right. suksma is the assumptions and the conclusions we draw based upon what we see about these things okay so it's just in another way of, you know and and then it gets into uh, okay like a stula is a is gravity is mm-hmm. libido is uh right. or all these things that you imagine exist but like can they're not tangible yeah you can't touch them you can't yeah you can't bottle it yeah no one's ever seen it was one of the things as as far as we know right yeah some people say they can see energy on others like i've had people say that to me and i don't know whatever but like oh yeah i've been around those type those type of people they say they can like read your aura and stuff like that so so like this book is older so you know now things people the way people's minds have evolved quicker Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like the internet is binding us together in some kind of web that's uh, uh, like becoming AI. Oh, for sure. Uh, like as we incorporate that and it's like just all of our brains are pinging all at the same time. All these computer signals are pinging. Yeah. And like you said, with the earth it's having scary, its though. own consciousness. It's, it's very it's scary that the internet is like connecting all of us like this and like connecting our minds like this because yeah. it's so much stupid shit and we all know all the same <laughs> stupid shit now. Yeah, we know we all, all have, the same stupid we shit. We all have the same dumb listicles and <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know what my mom asked me the other day? My mom what? said, my mom said, she was like, yeah, I checked out, I checked out your, your podcast. I was like, oh, thanks, mom. And then she was like, you know what? She was like, I think y'all should do something a little bit different though. She was like, you ever watch Drink Champs? She talking about Noriega and all these dumbass rappers getting drunk and shit. She talking about they pop. Why does my mom know what that is? She shouldn't know what that is. The fuck? And then that's such an insult to say that's what me and my friends should do on our podcast, sit around the table and get drunk and yell and scream and shit like no. I mean, that's, that. it's a legitimate podcast format. I will not knock it. <laughs> Um, that, that sucks, but imagine your mom. Like, you know what you, you should do? So Instead of doing this thing where y'all trying to be funny and joke I, around, you should just be just get drunk just be <laughs> crazy. Just do like just be alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, just be alcoholics. Get belligerent on camera. Yell at each other. <laughs> yell at your guests. Make a lot of loud noise. It's like, but but the thing, but the point is, like, my mom, 10, 15 years ago, she wouldn't even know what that podcast was she would have known yeah. what a podcast was yeah. period she would have it, it rapid expansion of just that and you're right so then everybody's thoughts are uploaded to the solid 3d web consciousness yes. besides being the collective unconsciousness that already exists that already dictates the way people think and act mm-hmm. and feel and speak and understand and exist and all these souls that are up there that didn't leave the earth sphere you know mm-hmm. what I mean? or did and everyone's thoughts <laughs> recorded since the beginning of time now yeah. live now this is like this physical nature version of it yeah um, i would like i to think continue. sometimes you'll be possessed i think some people just get possessed sometimes i 
I want to talk more about that. Would you like to sign back in for one more? Oh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's go. End this. And uh, we're back with Naeem Ali. We have, of course, had to go into a third session here. Um, Mm -hmm. And I like that you're on the opposite side now. It just mixes it up for the viewers. (laughs) Nice. Um. So uh, we were talking about what the hell were we talking about before the break? Something about your mom. <laughs> oh, how, uh, um, oh, she should have known. She should have known about the podcast. Yeah, and how because everybody's brains is all linked up like this now. Like people, people are like possessed now by like. Okay. Oh yeah. People possessed by like Twitter and like internet personalities. Ooh. Okay. Like they're not even like. Whoever they were, that's not who they are now. And a lot of people have the same similar type of thing. So think about like this, right? Now, this is no offense to these people that are like this, but they are just like this sometimes, right? You ever notice that a lot of gay men act like black women? Oh, that's uh, something that's been said for a long time, that gay men just like rip a lot of black women's culture. And that's weird as fuck, but it's possession. They possess. Or it could honestly be a spiritual possession. It could be, it could be a lot of black bitches ghosts just floating inside of these. It could be that when they were born. Listen, if they're born and and the spirit's there ready to go and get in that body and that vessel, I think uh, if it's a spirit that's less aware or a soul Mm -hmm. that's like or like, I don't know, if a spirit that's more aware and then a physical host. That's less, yeah, right. When they get right. here, because all the physical mm-hmm. hosts, like if you have your own consciousness, your spirit self and your your inner self and your three D mind self, mm-hmm. conscious and your unconscious. Okay, is another way to think of it. For um, sure. So one's in control while you're doing this puppet meat puppet shit out here. <laughs> yeah. And then one's in control while you're in dreamland for a good portion of the day. True. And so I think when one meets up with maybe a more powerful soul that's here, like some. Fired up black woman, which I believe could take over <laughs> <our> babies. <laughs> I don't know why I fucking smell New Orleans right now. <laughs> yeah, yo. Just take over some white little baby boy's body. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yo, uh, Seamus thinks he... his neck and shit. <laughs> James thinks he was black in another life, a man, but still. I believe that. I, believe I do too. That. I do too. Me and, she- me and Seamus got off on the right foot from the beginning. And it was Seamus, almost how, it was almost how whenever I'm in a space where I'm the only black person, I try to find the only other black person or like a mixed person that's in there. And it was Seamus. When I, for the first time I went to the great room, he the first person I walked Famous. over and started talking to. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. I'm comfortable talking to him. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know why. It, it is. Just, I I believe it. I totally believe him when he says it. I can believe it. He he shrieks at stuff <laughs> like an old woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, Seamus has been Seamus has been my homie since we did this weird Conchi comedy festival that was oh, like yeah. some at some like hall in Conchahawken. And so it was a, a contest and Cotton was like one of the judges mm-hmm. and uh, Jessa Reed was there, I think. And uh, Abby Rosenquist, I think is when she won. And uh, the, either way, some it's the second runner up was some kid who just brought his whole family. Oh, shit. So it was one of them. And at the end, it was just like, I just was like, Seamus, I seen you around the mics. You're cool, whatever. And then we have just been homies, like brother and sister oh, type yeah. energy. Like, you know what I mean? Like forever since then, it's just, yeah, uh, no, Seamus is the man. 
He's cool as fuck. Could be, could be definitely reincarnated black man. Yeah, I believe it. I believe um, it, but at least ain't let it take over his whole shit. You see what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. still shaming. Sure, not exactly. Saying, yo, you know who possessed now? Yo, you know who possessed now? <laughs> my old black man, Thomas Crowleyus. You ever seen this guy? Oh man? my god, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that person in a while. <laughs> Maybe what the fuck happened to him? I don't know, but he looks definitely like I said. You know what that is? That's timeline jumping. When you're in a new timeline, someone who you always thought was kind of sus, they like change in a weird way. Yo, he <laughs> that's how I notice it. <laughs> he's a whole new guy now, and I'm not the only one that noticed it. Like I think I brought it to like somebody else's attention. They were like, "Yeah, yo, he's doing like he's like a old head black man." I said, "I don't know what happened." <laughs> he stopped smoking cigarettes. He had that weird like. What was that? Heart attack scare, whatever the fuck he had. Oh, I don't he I didn't quit. know about that. Oh yeah, yep. He quit drinking, quit smoking, and now he's an old black man. I don't oh. know what happened to him. Hey, you know what? If you have like a maybe like when you have a heart attack, your heart flips out for one second, some other soul. Oh, something slipped in. Possessed. Yeah. Possessed. <laughs> I can see it. Yo, you I think you're onto something. I really think yeah. you're right. Holy shit. I can see it. I, I believe a it. really unaware a... soul. Someone who's very because a lot of comics are either very aware or very unaware. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> once you wrangle that, that's like all you got to master, I think. <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker was low key. And then he had a death scare and came back with all the fucking down south sayings. And <laughs> yeah. Oh he had so much confidence. Now he talks shit to everybody. He's now. calling like, people ornery. He was <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck happened to Thomas? It's crazy. But that happens sometimes. Call me Tom now. <laughs> yeah, right. I know people, yo, you I know people probably think that about me because anybody that went to like middle school or high school or college with me was like, no, Naeem, he don't say a word. Like, especially he don't joke around at all. Yeah. He only he barely fucking talk. So I know people see me now, they're probably like, what the fuck got in the hell? Oh, he's body snatched. <laughs> he sold his yeah, soul yo, to the devil. This motherfucker <laughs> got possessed. <laughs> Look. <laughs> possession i so i was i not to bring it well maybe to bring it all the way back i was kind of like at first when you were telling that story earlier about your brother i was like damn what if that was uh a demon because demons will sometimes like impersonate other people i heard voices. about that before and i was like ooh, and like honestly c- could could be anybody's guess what happened could be anybody's yeah. guess i could but, believe that but a possession? lot of a lot of strange shit is real a lot of like magic and shit like that and it, demons and that shit is metaphysical real. stuff is like it, it exists but like it's like you can't prove it or disprove it sometimes. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to prove it. It's easy to kind of go like, or yeah, it's hard to prove it. Not hard to disprove. I don't know. Whatever. It's kind of yeah. like, you could just shut it out logically. Like people would just go, well, that just doesn't exist. Yeah, because it's hard to like duplicate. There's no, there's the stula and the suksma. It's like you can see things the way you go, okay, this happened, this event happened, and this synchronicity tied it together, and I, I felt this way about it, and then this resulted. But you can't see that at transmission happening yeah it's true, like unfolding yeah. but it, you don't see the actual linear like you say we're on a line can't see yeah. that line physically you just go oh that happened and then oh oh just like you know uh i went away so, to dc and like uh ended up like the hot water didn't work in the airbnb and so like got you know whatever it wasn't even supposed to be the same airbnb the other guy canceled and then got to this one and they're like oh okay well because of that would give you some free tickets to this museum 
Oh, dang. And, like, and it ended up being really fucking badass in there. It was cool. It was like an auction house inside the whole place, and it had secret doors. And oh, that's hot. It was like a mansion, like on four city blocks that they, or like a whole city block. But either way, it was like, I went back and I went, you know, at first, pissed like that this one dude canceled the airbnb like damn you're gonna cancel like a day after saying oh i don't have all three days open but then like okay this other thing happened to go wait a minute it ended up way better yeah made it a better time so like how but you can't you can't picture that line still i can look backwards and go oh i see it now how the oh hell yeah but you don't see it happening. And I think that's why people go like, no, I don't believe in spiritual or this or that or religion sometimes even. However, people choose to live their lives. They kind of, if they can't, that's that's what this book talks about is like the Western mind is so heavy on being able to picture things and see them in the 3D. True. Whereas the Eastern mind is more concretist about the philosophies being real. Yeah, true. That's why I think the older... The older I get anyway, and I think just people in general, the older you get, you should learn how to deal with like bad times and like hardship easier because I don't know, I'm fucking 35. I've, it's been a lot of times in my life where I was like, oh, this is the worst thing that could happen. And then it ended up being something great. Like because this happened, this other thing happened and that other thing happened. And then this shit was great. So, I mean, like shit, even divorce. I, when I was getting divorced, I thought that was the worst thing. I'm like, I'm a fucking failure. I was married for 18 months, and now I'm getting fucking divorced. This is crazy. But if it wasn't for that, I'd have never started stand-up, ever. Exactly. You know what? I kind of think about, like, when you say that, my last relationship ended, and I was like, oh, I thought I was going to get married, and mm-hmm. I was so depressed, but I was already doing stand-up. But, like, then I was like, well, now this is it. This is my life now. Mm-hmm. I'm focused on And, like, I never looked back and went, oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I should have stayed or should have never whatever i should have gone back or something or tried now nah, you want to pour more into yourself and you'll never really want to go backwards either i've never gone back to an ex have you yeah shit i'm back with one now oh yeah <laughs> i forgot <laughs> but I no just... with this one but this one this one was me doing a preemptive breakup okay. so i felt like i could go back because it wasn't like she hated me and I hated her. The, the love was always there. Yeah. It, it was just, she was complaining about how much time I was spending at open mics every single day and yeah. then and doing shows on the weekend. And at the time, I was like, you are ridiculous for complaining about something that I was already doing when we got together. How fucking dare you? Yeah. How dare but, you? <laughs> but, but we did have a baby. So if you have a baby, it's like, all right, now you got to be reasonable now. Yeah. I, I should have been more reasonable. Like, all right. Things are going to change. But you know something, and this is something that I, I feel like all men do, most men do. We like to hold women to the standards that we set when the relationship first started. Like, I told you this is what I do, so I don't have to change now. And they're like, that's not, life don't work like that. Yeah, or like relationships, successful relationships don't because you have to both be able to go, all right, well, I don't like this thing that's happening, but it's something yeah. maybe I need to look at within myself before I go after this other person for their existing behavior patterns. Yeah. True. And that's actually another part in this fucking book. It's like opening me up so much to like where we go. That's why we get in fights because we all have a tendency when you go into relationships to go, you try to treat that person the way you would treat yourself. Yeah. And yeah. When that happens, you're spreading your ego too thin and your ego hates that. Yeah. Your ego true. just immediately goes, nope, it's uh, nope. 
back here, yeah. you know, and it's, <laughs> it's interesting the more I watch it unfold in other people, in myself, and I try to pay attention to, is this something I'm doing because I feel so strongly about it or because I'm reacting to something and like perceiving how I feel about it? Dan, that's a good question to ask yourself. Because yeah. a lot of things are just reactions. It's like, no, I'm doing this because I'm proving to this person that I can fucking do this shit. Or, or I feel I'm proving this, this way. Person that, or, yeah, yeah. Like Dang. they're wrong or they're I'm wrong or whatever, whatever it is, no matter how yeah. you. And I, it's, it's just, I learned so much. Um, so yeah. I borrowed this fucking book. Might that was me. honestly why I broke up with her. Because I was like, I got to show her that this comedy shit is more important than anything. Yeah, I mean... It seems like you have like a reason, like like where you're like, okay, that's you know what I mean, like a valid kind of an a Yeah, because you know what I started thinking you know what I started thinking about? Like you hear like a lot of great comics and then you hear their families talk about them after they die and they'd be like, Dad was never around. You'd be like, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm like like I think this person's a great person, but then to their kids, their kids are like, I, mean, I never well, I never saw my fucking dad. Like, shit, mine was bro. a used car dealer and I never saw him, but <laughs> <laughs> He was a nice guy. He was so nice. He's such a good, such a good dad to like, you know, when I was with him, but like it just didn't. So it's like, it's funny yeah. to me because then, yeah, your family does become, you are absent from your family members a lot. It's like, a, yeah, it's and a your life. Your kids are the ones that's going to like tell your story. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not too worried about the shit that adults are going to say because hopefully we all die around the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Wait till I'm in your documentary someday. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this motherfucker. <laughs> but look, if the documentary comes out while I'm still alive, then I can have a rebuttal. Like, nah, fuck okay, that. okay, <laughs> no, you got to be post mortem. I don't know. It's, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Although you never uh, know anymore. Maybe we'll all just be in docu series, live docu series, uh, unscripted reality in the future. <laughs> I can see that Philly comedy scene popping right now. They're gonna interview all of us. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck was in the water?" <laughs> what was in the water um <laughs> yeah in the water that's gonna be the name of the document <laughs> what was in the water that was so funny <laughs> yo <laughs> it was it was a hack reference but it was so funny how you knocked your camera over. right <laughs> it was as good as mine earlier this is the best episode yet episode 11 <laughs> we're replacing Lemaire's number because Lemaire wanted to come here in person and the sound got fucked up because he convinced me to use my phone microphone. It was a whole thing. I got to re-record with him. So oh, I'm glad but, you're 11 because I asked you first anyway. But right, yeah, this is great. This is so yeah, much fun. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually bring up. I have another article for you. We're gonna just do a quick, the worst segue ever. Nobody cares. We <laughs> got. <laughs> um, we're gonna bring up. I just thought this was funny because, like, usually, all right, you're the first person I've let come on without telling me anything about there are weird stories just I knew you would have multiple weird mm -hmm. things to talk about so I usually try to pick something related and I just kind of thought of you when I saw this one um let me get the share screen there we go all right <clears throat> young female twitter star turns out to be 50 year old man using deep fakes what? <laughs> you know how we were just talking about the web and consciousness Yo. uploading and being able to have vr sex soon in the future hopefully oh my god <laughs> all right this man used face app to transform into an attractive young woman took them for a ride you might want to double check that influencer you just followed on twitter they might be a deep fake persona that was the case with twitter user azuka zuki sorry for butchering that who tricked followers <laughs> into thinking they were a young female motorbike enthusiast but oh actually turned god. out to be a 50 year old japanese man named zangu using deep fake technology 
the man behind this Twitter account came clean to his deceptions on a Monday late TV show. This is in 2021, I think. What? Uh, saying he used face. This was in 2021. So how we were talking about how quick technology can move. So we're See in that? motherfucking 2023. We're in right. March of motherfucking 2023. That's crazy. Okay, he was doing face. this in 2021. He used it to create this female persona that he would i mean obviously you use a lot more pictures and maybe you just have a couple videos you can deep fake getting on with your helmet on or whatever yeah <laughs> but so yeah what if i was thinking about have you ever been catfished <laughs> oh yeah i've been catfished before have you and i got i've been catfished one time when i was like this back remember when aim was out oh aim yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were aim was, kids yeah, hell yeah i think i might have been in eighth grade or seventh grade or some shit like that yeah and i and this girl told me what she looked like and then we went and met up with her. She was a disaster. Was <laughs> a complete disaster. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why'd you lie? But then after that one time, I always knew the signs of when I was getting catfished. So now, like to this day, if somebody is catfishing me now, I kind of play along with it. Okay. I, I like that. I go in, I lean into it. Like, I pretend like I believe them. <laughs> And then once I set up a, once I, once I like get to the point where I'm trying to make them think that maybe I'm suspicious, right? Okay. I hit them with some fucking, I, I, I start, I start pushing on their heart button. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care what you look like. I'm already <laughs> in love with your personality. <laughs> like you could be a 50 year old fucking Asian man that's pretending to ride motorcycles. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> I love this. you. <laughs> You look, I love your high heeled zip up boots. <laughs> yeah, yo. Like, yeah, I, I hit them with that and try to make them expose because my, my game is making them expose themselves. Yeah, that's my look, game now. I mean, I had to look back here real quick because I think, oh, like this guy has uh, he gained um, damn 24,000 followers uh, from having 19,000 on Twitter. He already had that's a lot, crazy. Yeah, he already had a lot, but no, I just was thinking about that. Um, I know you've been catfish before. No, I actually, well, no, I mean, <laughs> I, you meet everybody. Wait, in real I had life. one attempt. I had one attempt, actually. You know what? On one app okay. I went on and it was just like, I'm like, this is person is in some model poses in Greece or wherever. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean? like, no, they would like, let me just see. And they were so nice, like right up front, like. And I and I so I reverse searched the picture and it was a um just like a model that they used the pictures of. Oh damn. Like an existing model and they different first name. So it wasn't like Yeah, that's that lazy. person. Yeah, that's lazy. And it could be anybody then. Could be a woman, could be a fucking you could know be. what I mean? Could be anybody on there, could be a fifty year old Japanese man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. and my sister has a funny I, this always makes me laugh. Um it, she had someone that was like when she reverse google searched the picture because it was just like a shirtless guy like ripped mm. abs and she was like this is like out of my league like you know what i mean like out of my <laughs> bay grade and she, she reverse googled him and it was like, like a gay porn star it came up right away oh shit. Some gay porn star picture <laughs> yeah you know what that's the best way to that's how you know immediately when you yeah. look at like all right this person's super hot why are they so desperate to contact me yeah over and over and over again like this is crazy yeah like and like then you can always tell when there's like only one friend or follower or something yeah 
that was the old no, way. No comments on the pictures. Like if you look at the if you look at the comments under their pictures, there's nobody that actually knows them commenting. Yeah. That's how you know. You're like, oh no, you don't you don't exist in real life. Yeah. No, I I, I don't get that many people at all that actually are bold enough to message me. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. it's like crazy. So I kind of play into sometimes what they're talking about too. Like I don't push on their heart. Maybe I do push on their heartstrings just by replying, but yeah. uh, I just am like genuinely myself. Like, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. Cause I'm not afraid. Like so they don't even have pictures sometimes. Yeah. true. Like the icon, you know, so I'm like, it's like the, my old rule was when I was out at bars 10 years ago or whatever, it's, you know, I would mm-hmm. give anybody my number because I don't care. What are they going to do? Text me. True. <laughs> like what yeah, are you gonna the do harm in that? yeah you can't get much from someone's phone number yeah that's true you, yeah, you, you can can't, just look you can't people up and, yeah you can look people up by full name and get more yeah, oh 100 percent. that's what i do is make sure you know because I, I used to work with a lady um and one of the first comedy shows i ran at like manny brown's in newtown in 2015 and she was the, the manager there and she fucking was like thought her dog seemed weird ever since she started dating this one guy and then what? all of a sudden she like googled his name one day and he had some where he like killed puppies or something like in the newspaper what? Like, so well, he was poisoning her dog he was uh, poisoning her dog or something yeah what the fuck yeah yeah people are nuts yeah so like you gotta fucking i don't know you gotta watch out <laughs> hell <laughs> like yeah that. Yeah, my baby mom, my my other baby mom, she do um like whenever she about to go on a date with somebody, she do that. She um do background checks. Yeah, like she'll pay. That. Yeah. yeah, she'll go online and pay to like run a background and see what what the fuck this person did. I'm like, that's yeah. fucking crazy. But if you're a woman, I get it. Honestly, like I don't know. I was straight up talking to this dude, and I was like, look. If you're gonna murder me, I'm not afraid, but just like you know what I mean, do it. Clean. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't torture me, shit. Yeah, just like bullet to the head, like you know what I mean. <laughs> like <laughs> all this awkward conversation first asking me how do I feel about death in the darkness and shit. They could do it. Yeah. Hurry up, <laughs> hurry up, <laughs> hurry up and get this shit over with. Damn. <laughs> you ever dance with the devil by the pale moonlight? Yeah, no. yo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give me the poison. <laughs> right. <laughs> no because it's like you gotta wonder even if you do a background check that might be the first time they decide to kill someone true. <laughs> yeah <laughs> true i don't know um, they could give you a fake name it could be any fucking thing yeah it's hard until you're like like that's why social media is like sometimes you can like get it pretty good you got to go like looking in people okay do they have a, a friend that likes their stuff you know what i mean like yeah. but then even then you never know it could be so just a general psychopath. You gotta start looking out for Sanpaku eyes on people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Damn, yeah. that's wild. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. I know you know some I know um some other weird shit I can tell you real quick. Yeah, tell me. You know what a sigil is? Sigil, I've heard of the word. It's a symbol usually that's etched into things. Or like um or like a what's the thing they set up when like somebody dies? Oh, oh, like, maybe that is what a sigil is. What am I thinking of? Something else. I can look it up. Um, but sigil, yeah, uh, like like, like a the candle thing. Yeah, but, what are those things called when you put a bunch of pictures of somebody? And I'm looking it up. Candles and shit. Uh, no, a, a sigil is is what I said it was. It's only because I do witch stuff. It's a sign or a symbol inscribed or painted, considered to have magical powers. So I know. Vigil, vigil is a word, but like no, it's not vigil. All right, so this is the type of sigil I'm talking about. It's what you're saying, right? It's with yeah. the sign. It's basically it's like 
Oh, All okay. Right, so... Hold on. Wait a minute. No, that's a band. <laughs> it's a band name. <laughs> uh, sigil. Uh, let's see here. Oh, like. Hold on. What is it called when you set up pictures and shit in like oh. your house? Like a sh- uh, uh, shrine, like, like a shrine, a shrine, a shrine. Right? Oh yeah, like okay, okay. I have a shrine. <laughs> okay, couple so, shrines look, laying so <laughs> I learned this dark magic, right? Yeah. From some white boys to go to college with. Okay. And he would set up sigils. Well, he told me this. He was like, you could set up a sigil, so you set up like a shrine. You write out what you want. The shrine is pictures of what you want, right? You write out everything that you fucking want, and then you jack off on it. And as you <laughs> as you bust on it, you just thinking like, bring this to me. That yeah. shit works, yo. I've done that shit. And it it definitely I did it with money, like fucking maybe two years Bustle ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, just pictures of money and then okay. just and just me writing out like I have money. I'm rich, I'm wealthy. You guys, like are just, you guys are just doing goth vision boards. Hell yeah, yo, and just jacking <laughs> off on it. Um, and then I mean, us witches do sex sure. magic. <laughs> yeah, that's what that, this is. Sex. This is yeah. sex magic. Because you're harnessing your energy. Yep, and then you focus it into. And this. you're just focusing. You're focusing all your thoughts and your tensions. You don't have to d- d- sigil on things. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he, I think that make it easier to focus, though. Men, you can do that. That's probably why it's more like devilish, warlock, Satan type stuff. Dark magic. Yeah, you women are usually candles, light turn magic. The lights out. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, there's definitely uh, because you're yeah, it, it's a it's a thing to do that. Um, so you learned this from a white guy. <laughs> yeah, when I was in college, but I didn't try it till like two years ago. And okay, and it, money. pictures you, of money. I think it. Yeah, but it's definitely dark magic because I'm getting more money, but I'm fucking it up. <laughs> well, that <laughs> might just be fate. It. Fate might just be rolling in on you. Is what happens because you have a path. And that's your True. alignment and that's your purpose and that's your mission. And what fate is, is it comes in on your divine destined path. And it kind of is like when you hit those little money pitfalls or whatever random shit happens to you along the way and how you deal with it is yeah. where you create more for yourself going And forward. I live from a place of abundance. I don't live exactly. like, um, although I can't afford it. I does it matter? It's a state of mind. Money doesn't it exist, is. just like time. <laughs> Very true. It's made up, and yep. you know, like you know, I I get it. The more I I get older, and like it's not like I'm super rich, you know what I mean, on paper, mm-hmm. but I'm abundant enough to be able to do what I want, work part time, fuck around and do comedy and podcasting in my spare time. Yep. You know, and that I consider myself more blessed than a lot of people because of that. So it's not like I'm a multimillionaire, but like you know what I but mean. But yeah, you live a way better life than some multimillionaires, I'm my, sure. Yeah, my life is is abundant, and uh, yeah, so I get that um that whole mindset thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think. Uh... Imagine being what's that guy's name? What's the guy that ran the Ponzi scheme that got locked up? Oh, Bernie Madoff. <laughs> Imagine being Bernie Madoff with two hundred million dollars. 500 million in your bank account and you know that you stole all of it and then yeah. one day this whole shit about to collapse just, that's miserable i'd rather be broke i'd, I'd rather just it, live the life i have now truly mo money mo problems sometimes oh hell yeah what uh, especially when like, you're stealing that much yeah it's like and you're like i feel like the richer you get it's like the bigger your pitfalls can be yeah true like uh, once you become accustomed to a certain lifestyle, you see it happen to celebrities and stuff all the time. And I see now with like, I'm thinking like 
I'm feeling it in the energy and I'm seeing it happen. They're predicting actually a depression in the next 90 days. Someone's mm-hmm. predicting a stock market crash. Um, I find the one who predicted the one in 2008 or whatever. Yeah. So it's wow. the same person is like, hey, we're going to have another stock market crash in like 60 to 90 days because of what they've been fucked around with the rates and pushing it up to try to combat inflation so or pushing the rates right. down, whatever. The way they try to balance out the system every so often. Um, yeah, they just raise the interest rates again. Yeah, that's what it is. So that's what it was like because when people, yeah. It, it just is like not working right. And I think that, um, I don't know. Damn. Yeah. Cause my friend, I mean, you're it's definitely more money, more problems. All my friends that are like just doing well or yeah. rich. Yeah. They're so stressed out about losing it one day. Like and they work so they much. I feel out. like. Yeah. Hell yeah. They and they even so are much. like comedy friends that have money. They, they're stressed the fuck out. Cause they're thinking the same thing too. Like, I don't want to fuck this up and lose everything. You know? Oh, like, that's what I was going to say. I see like people that have gotten some like weird traction on like TikTok or whatever, like celebrities, especially that like popped and mm-hmm. they have those quick runs of yeah. fame, the 15 minutes, the dreaded like 15 minutes of fame that Andy Warhol predicted everyone would have in the future. Yeah. And then what are you going to do when you're used to bling and bags and going out to expensive right. restaurants and every now you night can't get it. and now you can't get any of it. You got to figure out how to cook for yourself or you don't know how to do that or whatever. Like uh, I was raised Fuck. you know, to live like the opposite way by my grandma who grew up in the depression. So I feel fine. I feel rich, even though I'm like, you know what I yeah. mean? Can I afford these $45 boots that I want? Like, <laughs> you know, but, but I, yeah. you know, at the same time, I'm kind of like, I don't have these stressors of when I see people's mortgage payments, when I did my finance job of how much they pay for a mortgage payment alone, then the taxes, how much goes to the interest only at first on big ass mortgages. And I'm like, how are these people just like, you just both work 80 hours a week and deal with kids. And no wonder like white guys go crazy and shoot their families. Like, yes, that (laughs) sucks. I was just watching this documentary about this accountant that did that. He killed his whole family because he got fired from his job. He was borrowing money from his mom. Lying, I'm lying. He was stealing money from out of his mom's bank account. And then she found out. And then she threatened to like tell his wife. So then he told his mom what happened. And then he just so then she she started letting him borrow money. Oh. And then he couldn't get a job. And then he ended up killing her and his whole family and shit. Jesus. And it's like, come on, this was in like the 1950s though. So this oh. is back when like the American dream was still a thing. And this guy was just, he had bought this huge house with oh. his whole family in there. So he just, in his mind, he was the only person failing. It was like, it's like death of a salesman. Yeah, right. It's like everybody around me kill, is killing it right now. And I'm the only one who lost my job. One. That's gotta I'm be like the inspiration. Crazy. That's crazy. Cause like, he's like, he's like, oh shit, I'm patient zero of a fucking <laughs> American family falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> He started imagine it. being that first guy. He was the ripple. Damn. He was the ripple in the timeline that caused everybody to just become poor suburban people now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, God damn, that sucks. Yeah, just like, oh, well, this is it. We have uh, just enough uh, money to get to a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that paycheck at? <laughs> and I feel like, well, I don't know, I feel like wealthy, quote unquote, wealthy people might be feeling that same pinch and they just don't express it the way us poor people will be like, oh, I'm broke as shit this week. Like, you know, like. Yeah, they can't say it. They can't embody it. They can't, they can't, they have no identity. Yeah. Well, if we can just say it. Yeah. Because people who identify as money only, they have these 
just such ego-based existences. Oh hell yeah, for sure. And like, that, and that's that's my problem. I think I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't make money like a part of me. Like it's like, like even when I get big lump sums of money, I'm just like, oh, all right, I can do more shit now. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't make it like, oh, I gotta make sure. I'm keeping and maintaining all this money. I gotta put this over here. Like, and it, it's the fucked up thing is that's my fucking career. I'm an accountant, so I can do it. I other know, people's I shit. know, me too. I can't do it my. I can't do it my own shit though. I just can't. <laughs> I. It's so funny when I. <laughs> I know that's as doing that as my my line of mentality at work is so funny. You would think um, it would transfer to your own finances, but like I'm just, good at I'm, it when I want to be. Yeah, if I have to be. If then, I gotta yeah. like bear down an adult, I will. Like I've been staying in for Mike's only to save money. I yeah. have no other real reason besides paying for gas and parking and being out and then buying three to four drinks or whatever. <laughs> like, and that's true. I, that is a big so, part of reason why I chilled off Mike. That's I was my like, accounting right, brain kicking in somebody. over my yeah. comedy brain, going like, "All right, the jokes are still there." <laughs> yeah, right. I'll get out. Um, I'll get out to a mic once every other week. <laughs> look I'll for now for a couple months because it's crazy i can just save like a couple hundred dollars just eating at home and oh, for sure. not Hell going yeah. out for a couple weeks i was so rich during covid because i was working so much and then there was no mics me and seamus we were both like oh my god wait i don't have to spend 35 dollars every night of the week <laughs> <laughs> right. it oh it's so much money it's so much money it's so much money it's such a it's a crazy trap when you think about it for the people who are just not career destined with it yeah like it's not true. everyone's career path and it hurts it hurts people when i say that <laughs> yeah but that is true and Shit, like you, you know you know better than anybody at raven lounge how many people were just coming down there saying they were going to try their jokes or saying that they were coming to the mic to do comedy but they would just get fucked up and just, <laughs> hang, just, out. Get, just, hang, just out. hang out in the party scene i get it and every mic is like there's always fun times yeah <laughs> Remember fucking Andy Coke? <laughs> uh, Andy is like this character that pops in and out, and I'll just see him like on a street. Like, I'll see him a grape or something. <laughs> Definitely. He just pops up anywhere. You know like, what the fuck? But he was always too lit. <laughs> Falling too down lit. and shit at Raven. <laughs> yes. Yo, and I used to tell him, like, yo, Andy, look, just don't drink until after you're set. He used to be like, all right, all right, I got you. I see him fucking half hour. No, later. downstairs at the downstairs. <laughs> yeah, fucking just drunk off his ass. Oh my God. You immediately you see like his energy's wobbly when he, that's the time I can see energy. That's one time I can see energy is oh, I can see drunk sure. energy from a mile away, especially yes. blackout drunk energy. I see it coming. I just go, Oh no, damn it. Yes. <laughs> that shit makes me uneasy. <laughs> You're like, do I have to throw up or fight someone right now? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> remember those girls, remember those girls fucking roofie Ryan? Oh my God, dude. That, that was... shit was scary. So I felt like it was so right back into where we just like came back and we just started the mic back up. I was like, wait a minute, Foster got fucking feed. <laughs> yes. And I just thought he was tuned the fuck up. And all no, he only had one drink. He didn't and even I was like, that yeah, I drink. saw him and I, I just went, oh, he just must have been drinking somewhere else and came here. And I didn't think anything of it because everyone does that. And then, oh, wait, what? He fucking threw up and like, uh, what? All these, yes. he got roofied. He was falling through tables. Yeah. And he's big as fuck. You know how scary that is? No. I'm trying to hold his big ass. He's just falling everywhere. It's like, so fuck? scary. It's like a fucking Halloween decoration gone wrong. Um, <laughs> he's the 12 foot skeleton at Home Depot. <laughs> uh, falling right. over, throwing up. And like for him, I was like, what? He's, I've never seen him throw up in my life. 
ever. Yeah, I know this man a couple years now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, Naeem, this has been amazing. I could talk to you for seven straight hours. (laughs) For sure. We're gonna have you back on again too. Yeah. Absolutely. You're in. I'm. I got a list. A nice list of people I'm working on, but. You're you're an absolute return as soon as I can. Yes, I made it. Yes. All right. I love you very much. <laughs> well, <laughs> you saw it. I'll see you soon. All right.